0: Welcome back, everybody, to episode six of the Praise and Pixel podcast. This is the podcast where I, Horena, will start the show out giving praise and finish by covering five forms of pixels each episode. You can find the show on Twitter at Praise and Pixels. You can email the show at praiseandpixels at gmail.com. You can go to the website at praiseandpixels.com. And I'm also moving um, over to WordPress because I also want to do a blog to, the, to uh, go along with the podcast. And you can find that right now at wordpress.com or obviously in the show notes and yeah this is episode six and it is february 7th 2022 let's dive in all right i'm just gonna kind of wing my praise section because it hit me I was like, oh, Lord, what am I going to do my praise section on? There's so many things that I could do. And then all of a sudden, I turned on BBM because I like to listen to BBM. It's the Bible Broadcasting Network. You can find, like, an app and everything. But it's a whole radio um, radio station, internet radio station. You can find it on both your radio and um your app and the internet and i like it because it has a mix of like um sermons and stories and all kinds of stuff so anyways i had flipped it on and they were covering acts in one of the bible studies. they were covering acts 4 uh verse starting in verse 1 and then going on obviously i put the link to the whole part of the scripture in the show notes but i was like what I had forgotten all about, like, so right now, let me just cover the the pixel part of this praise. If you have been paying attention to pop culture, uh, you're going to know that there's a gentleman by the name of Joe Rogan who is um, finding himself in some hot water, and there's also, you know, Whoopi Goldberg who's finding herself in hot water, and that's just two people this week. But this has been going on since biblical times, (laughs) since Bible times. Jesus, I think, was the first, like, in Christian, you know, history. He was the ultimate, uh, he was canceled by cancel culture, ultimately. That's what I got from listening to Acts 4. I'm like, what the biscuits, man. No matter who you are and what side of what side you pick and who you are, what you or anything identify yourself with, Um, As a Christian, we are called to one, die to ourselves, to fill up with Christ, to stop finding our identity into the world and anchor our identity in Christ. So that is where I'm talking from right now. Okay. So in Acts 4, I'm just going to try, I'm really horrible at paraphrasing because I get off on a tangent, but so I'm just going to try to cover the scripture right here and then let it sink in. (laughs) There's always the beast system, the beast power that wants to shut people up, that wants to shut people down. If you're not saying what it wants you to say and how it wants you to say it, then you must be replaced. You must bow down and kiss the, the ring. You know, there. that just always has been there. So, Right here, the priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John because Jesus had already been crucified, and Peter and John were going around going, hey! Jesus came back. He rose from the dead. You can't shut him up. You can't stop him. You can't stop the message from the Lord in heaven. You cannot stop it. You thought you could kill him. You thought, you know, they didn't just take Jesus off social media. You know, obviously they couldn't, but you know what I mean, metaphorically. They couldn't just, you know, take him off social media. They couldn't shut down his accounts, back him into a little corner. They killed him. They did the ultimate canceling, they, they killed him. And then he was like, oh yeah, booyah, no you didn't. You know, <laughs> he appeared. And guess what? The beautiful seed of his message still went forward with the Holy Spirit. We have with peter and john they're like (laughs) peter and john and then and then it says i'm going to continue um the people they were proclaiming in jesus the resurrection of the dead they seized peter and john and because it was evening they put them in jail until the next day but many who heard the message believed because you know what i'm sorry the seeds have been planted so they already told They already had um, been proclaiming Jesus' resurrection and doing miracles. So then they put him in jail. So the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. That little bit grew whoosh, like fire. And that just goes to show you, the more the beast tries to quiet the message, the louder the message. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. So then Annas, Annas, the high priest, was there and so was Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and others of the high priest family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them, by what power and what name do you do this? Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, but for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which must be saved. So when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus yeah, duh, you know, he kind of rubs off on you. You know what I'm talking about? So I will just leave off right there, but I did put the rest of the scripture and we'll have that in the show notes. But that just goes to show you, if your message is meant to get out and your message is of good intent and Jesus is behind your message and you are inviting Jesus in to spread the message, and you have the Holy Spirit working with you to spread the message, doesn't matter who wants that message stopped. It will not be stopped. It will not. The Lord in heaven will push that message. You. Do, it doesn't matter if you kill, if they kill the messenger, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> So, you know, with that little bit of work, they spread the seed for 5,000 plus people, and, and you are called to do the same. Okay? We are all called to do the same. So, there you go. God bless you. I hope this message blesses you too. That no matter where you sit in the world and whatever you feel is coming down on you, just know, just know that you cannot be canceled they cannot and they could not even cancel christ okay thank you very much have a beautiful day moving into about pixels portion okay now it is the pixel portion of the show we have one big pixel called Gaming News, and then a lot of little shinies inside of there. So, first shiny in the gaming uh, pixel is IGN Fan Fest 2022 officially returns on February 19th, and this is officially back and bringing with it a host of exclusive panels and featuring Halo, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, and much more. The special celebration of television, movies, games, and comics will once again feature loads of special interviews with other content on top of exciting discussions with the stars of film and gaming. You can also expect the exclusive clips and special announcements and lots more. This event is scheduled to kick off on February 19th at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. And here's just a little snippet of what will be featured. They will have television coverage over Halo the series, The Legend of Vox Machina, Attack on Titan Fall Season Part 2, Vikings Valhalla, Raised by Wolves season two, Shenmue the Animation, The Walking Dead final series part two, and from and then in movies, there is Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Spider Man No Way Home, The Adam Project, The Northman, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and then DC Showcase um, of Constantine, The House of Mystery, and then gaming, there's Lego, Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, Oxen Free. Two Lost Signals, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge, Nightingale, and WWE 2K22. And then there's whispers and rumblings that that uh, the Activision Blizzard let out a little a little cat out of the bag. That in the fourth quarter 2021 Blizzard call, it was reported that they revealed that a mobile Warcraft game is in the works for 2022. What? It is unclear at this time, though, if the game will be released in 2022 or simply open for beta testing. But we will be looking forward to some new mobile content this year. So how exciting is that? If you're a Blizzard gamer and a mobile gamer and a Warcraft lover, this is like double the cherries on your gaming Sunday. Okay, and now also for the Steam Deck that's being announced, according to Epic CEO um, <laughs> of Epic Game CEO Tim Sweeney. Regarding the Steam Deck, they said that it is a great move by Valve, hailing it as an open platform where customers are allowed to add products of their choosing. However, he just offered some bad news for Fortnite fans hoping to play the Battle Royale game on the Steam Deck, stating that Epic has no plans to update the game for that particular device. So, uh, yeah, you know, I know you can play it on the Switch. And you know, but just, it doesn't sound like right now they plan on allowing people to play Fortnite on the Steam Deck, so that's kind of a bummer for those who were possibly looking forward to that. Also, some info on the Steam Deck. According to Min reports, the Steam Deck's lowest version might be a better deal than you think. The micro SD card load times are virtually as fast as the SSD in numerous games, according to pre-release testing on Valve's handheld. The Steam Deck's 64 gig of internal emmc storage may not be an issue if you can fit a large sd card in there and barely notice the difference and then also there's the steam deck battery um that that um yeah apparently that's that's a, a part of the story that i wanted to share and I gotta hit pause for a second while I dig up my link. Uno momento. Alright, I found it. I had shared the link in my Google Docs, but the title went through, but the link did not. So I did come across this article on pcgamer.com. They just wanted to kind of give a heads up at like right now that the Steam Deck can drain its battery in 90 minutes if you don't cap your FPS. So if you're looking forward to getting maximum battery usage, definitely do that. They say, according to Valve, we can expect somewhere between two to eight hours of battery life from the Steam Deck, depending on how demanding a particular game is on the hardware. Now, early testing from several YouTube channels, giving us some real data to measure up against the claim, and it is clear that two hours is not the absolute minimum for the Steam Deck's battery. It ran out of juice in a full 33 minutes, According to Gamer Nexus's testing, Gamer Nexus ran a range of battery tests, including Devil May Cry 5 with an uncre- uncapped frame rate and vsync disabled with those settings the steam deck lasted 87 minutes and that was with the brightness set to 50 percent so for comparison the dmc 5 lasted a full two hours with vsync enabled slightly lower settings and a 60 fps frame rate cap so just a heads up on that i will definitely put the link to this um, article in the show notes if you want to go back through and figure out if you do purchase a steam deck what you need to do to maximize that battery lifespan and then also there's another chunk of gaming news that i thought was pretty cool is that the amazon buy three for the price of two free deal is going on right now but it is unclear how long it will be available so, it includes more than just video games, but the games on offer are some heavy hitters. Besides Pokemon Legends Arceus, fans can also pick up games like Halo Infinite on Xbox and Ghost of Tsushima. Or... T- Toshima Directors Cut on PlayStation. The deal is applied when shoppers go to check out, so don't be surprised if the total seems a little higher than it should be at first because that just happens when you add it to the cart. The fact that this Amazon deal contains Nintendo Switch games also um, and also being exclusive titles is also noteworthy. Because having that cross back is pretty big. Nintendo titles are frequently excluded from these offers. So anyone wishing to expand their Switch library should definitely take advantage of this offer while it lasts. The Nintendo Switch owners can get popular games like Luigi's Mansion 3, Metroid Dead, New Pokemon Snap, and more. In addition to the aforementioned Pokemon Legends Arceus. So to view what is included in the package, I will put the link in the show notes. So How huge is that buy three for the price of two right now going on in Amazon next we're moving into a gaming spotlight I got three games of spotlight one PC one free-to-play and one VR let's go Alright, for our second pixel gaming spotlight time, I have three games to spotlight. Our first one is a virtual reality game called Zenith, The Last City. I found it on Steam. And in their about section, it says parry the cold steel of your enemy's blades, time your blows for ultimate efficiency, stagger your enemy and execute devastating combos. Zenith was built to be an infinite universe with countless players. Join parties and guilds as you fight epic world bosses, plunder the depths of exciting dungeons and build a new life in the most fully realized online VR world ever constructed. For relaxing oceanside towns to massive white cat mountaintops, every corner. of Zenith has been built for immersion. This was released on January twenty seventh, 2022. Right now it has over 2,000 very positive reviews on Steam. The developer is Ramen VR. And when we go to the reviews, I put them in the show notes so I can look up and see what players are like saying right now. So um, right now on February 1st, the last post it says I usually play, well this is the, the the most recommended post, I usually play MMO solo and I really like this post too. I usually play MMO solo as I just don't really like sticking to groups as I just wanted to do things that I want to do and so that's how I played Zenith for a while which is totally how I would play. I love being around people but for some reason I always end up lone wolf gaming. That's just how I roll. So um, they said their first impression in my first few hours was that the game was alright. I don't know why but the game didn't just really click with me. I chose Essence Mage since I thought it would be cool and it is. I noticed that there are variants of the class or subclasses a player can choose such as a tank healer or DPS Essence Mage. Spent a lot of time just trying to level up and see which type I like better and I chose to be a tank mage. I then spent most of my time exploring other regions in the map looking for that to expand my stamina bar, doing side quests and then the main quest. At my 11th hour, I just felt like the game didn't just really feel like an MMO. In their early levels of quests and events, there was little to no need for teamwork needed as people rarely needed healing a person to tank or a person to kill something quickly, a core MMO element in my opinion. This gave me the sad impression that this is how it was going to be for a while. However, after progressing the story by doing the main quest and leveling up higher and higher, things actually started to become different. The more I went to higher level zones or regions in the map, the more I realized that you really needed a group or even a friend to do those major events or bosses, and if not, it would just be way more easier to do it with a group or a friend. I entered a new zone, grinding site quest and continuing the main quest solo as usual, and then I went to skirmish event. After finishing that event, I met a person who coincidentally was doing the same quest at the same time as I was. He said if I wanted to do the quest together. I said fine, okay. And man, the game just got a lot more fun. We took more than the main quests and side quests and ventured through the whole zone, exploring the flying islands, climbing the mountains, looking for tears to upgrade our stamina, and doing events on the side. When it came down to the combat part, when him and I fought together, that's when my impression changed from the game, has to, my opinion. My impression changed from the game has little to no need for teamwork to this game has need for teamwork and the combat is crazy. I was a tank and he was a DPS as a tank. I don't really have enough damage to kill the enemies fast enough or at all to live especially when aggroing groups of enemies as for dps they don't have enough survivability to keep themselves alive to keep to even keep on killing groups of enemies at once so however when we fight together it made even the strongest enemies in the zone seem like average enemies we would synergize with our builds comboing with my tank ability to pull in enemies into a single spot and stun them and having the dps just blast the groups of enemies with his multiple combos. We would just go crazy trying to get as much enemies and sometimes bosses stack together to grind and it was just so much fun. So I checked my map and noticed that with all the game time spent, we only did one region of the map and I haven't even explored half of the map yet. With all that said, this is when I realized that this game will be incredible to adventure and for the first time, maybe not solo this time. So normally I wouldn't want to read such a large um recommendation but that just nailed it all they tied in it was tied in on um, steam i just thought that that summed it up perfectly so this sounds like such an amazing game right now if you have a vr headset for this it sells for 29.99 on steam right now and is it is in early access i should let you know so that is called zenith the last city and how awesome is that I don't have a VR headset, and I've seen plenty of TikTok videos that make me feel like that's probably a good idea because I probably would run right at a wall like a lot of the people do. (laughs) Um, But how amazing to experience MMOs as a VR experience. I think that would be really awesome. So next, we're going to talk about... a a new game that is being released in like three days. And let's talk about Lost Ark. All right, this is shiny number two out of pixel number two. So uh, this is a PC game called Lost Ark and it is releasing this week and i believe it's free to play when it releases this week right now you can buy in to uh, be an early founder and get to play like i think tomorrow three days ahead of February 11th is when it releases, I want to say. Um, In the About section of the game, it says, Embark on an odyssey for the Lost Ark in a vast, vibrant world. Explore new lands, seek out lost treasures, and test yourself in thrilling action combat. Define your fighting style with your class and Advanced Class, and customize your skills, weapons, and gear to bring your might to bear as you fight against hordes of enemies, colossal bosses, and dark forces seeking the power of the Arc in this action-packed, free-to-play RPG. Yep, I was right, it is free-to-play. So you can also discover a world brimming with adventure. We will be exploring seven vast, varied continents and the seas between them to find vibrant cultures, strange and fantastical beasts, and all the unexpected marvels waiting to be discovered. Delve into the secrets of Arkegia prove your might in battles and raids compete against other players in PvP travel to distant islands in search of hidden riches face packs of enemies and colossal bosses in the open world and more. Your odyssey awaits splash into massively satisfying ARPG style combat and progression as you quest, raid and fight on the scope of an MMO whether you want to play solo in groups with friends or match up with other adventurers in the world there is an epic adventure waiting for you they're telling us there is let's find out for ourselves (laughs) fight in the open world or delve into chaos dungeons go ahead to head in expert pvp duels test your metal on epic quests raid against bosses big and small and hold your own in the fight against the demon legion to reclaim the power and light of the lost ark define your fight in lost ark it will offer us the ability to easily learn features with unexpected depth and room for customization, hit the ground running with pickup and play action, and then take control of our combat with a unique tripod system. We will be able to unlock three tiers of customization for each of our abilities, giving us a powerful control of exactly how we want to fight. We shall see. A lot of games always promise us these dynamic combats and these talents and blah, blah, blah. We will believe it until we see it. Lost Ark's ever-expanding roster of iconic classes, with each with their own distinct advanced classes, offer plenty of room to explore until we find the combat style that is just right for us. I have to delve more into what classes and stuff. I think I'm going to get the bronze... Um, Edition for 15 dollars, and then probably play the next three days and check it out that's what my plans are now if that is that what gonna happen i don't know we shall see <laughs> so the same goes for other features as we continue our journey and find non-combat skills crafting guilds and social systems and other rich features that bring the world alive so whether we want to skim along the surface or dive deep into the details they say it's up to us sounds really awesome for being a free-to-play game I believe it also is under the publisher of this game. Let me see. I'm going to go to the um, Steam page right now. And I'm going to read the the positive. There's 1,946 reviews right now. Because there have been a lot of early players pre-purchase or pre-release reviews. So, the top most helpful review right now says it's recommended. Let me see how long this one is. Mm, This one one is about as long as the other one, so I will not be reading all of this, but let me see. Um, I'm just going to read the first part of it. As someone who has played the RU version for 1,000 hours and have leveled two characters legit and boosted eight of them to 50, my two cents about the topic. One, the game is a fun journey from start to the end game. The leveling process gets a bit dull, but on your first character, it's actually manageable. The start of the end game is quite fun. When you first hit 50, there's a lot of island quest storylines to complete, reputation quests to unlock, and new guardian fights. And then they, uh, their second bullet point. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna skim because there's a lot. Um, it says progression feels pretty good and smooth until you your gear gets around plus nine and plus ten and plus fifteen upgrades that are significantly harder to succeed, which means more fails, which means more costs, and then which means way slower progress. So you might hit a progression wall. That's what I'm hearing. I'm reading between the lines. <laughs> I heard progression wall. <laughs> the equalized arena PvP is fun, although very CC heavy and takes a little learning curve to get into. However, the rewards are quite poor beyond the weekly ones, so unless you really are into PvP, you probably actually won't spend a lot of time playing it. And the ranked PvP is only true solo queue, so no pre-mates, which is pretty fun for solo players. So, uh, what does this actually have to do with potential play to win and forced alts? Kind of tricked you with the topic. The game is a fun journey even before you need to think about spending any money. So, um, that's what my thought was. is This, this is a free to play game. They're going to get you some way for the money. So, I'm really curious. So, um, I will leave the review reading for you guys. But I will tell you... I will tell you that it has overwhelmingly positive reviews right now, and that it will be released on February 11th 2022, and the developer is Smilegate RPG, and the publisher is Amazon Games. So, we shall see. Like I said, it is free to play. Right now, you can purchase the Bronze Founders Pack for $15. You can do the Silver Founders Pack for $24.99. You can purchase the Lost Ark Gold Founders Pack for $49.99, and you can purchase the Ark Platinum for $100. So, there is all of that. All the links and info is in the show notes. Moving on to the next game. This is also a free-to-play game. All right, so for our third game in our pixel number two is a free-to-play game called Exo Blast. It is a versus arcade game where we can choose our ship, pilot, and fight against players devoted to crush us in a futuristic arena. And we will can reach the top of the tower in the ranked mode or stand down to the ground in the darkness of the city Ischia. Exo Blast is really easy to play, but they say it's hard to master. You can play now for free and challenge your friends in a fun and intense match. There's um, different game modes. There's Ranked, which you can reach the top of Iskia's Tower qualifying That you fight after fight and then reach the top ranking. There's also online play where you can play against random players. There's local where you can fight against the AI or a friend on the same computer. And there's also custom where you can create your game with the settings you want and invite anyone to join you. And there is verse AI where you fight against the AI that is adapting to you to make you a better fighter. You can choose your pilot because ExoBlast has um, a pilot that you can choose, each of them has unique talents and will influence the way you actually play the game. Your ship and your rules, it says that, do you prefer a fast and aggressively aggressive game style, or do you tend to be more defensive? In Exoblast, you can have a large diversity of ships coupled with your pilot unique abilities create your own playstyle and use it to dominate over your um, opponent. And in the musical universe, this says all the game is rhythmed by the original creations of Luck Hash. He defines his music as a fusion of the numeric 8-bit sounds combined to a f- sophisticated electronic music with modern sounds and the aesthetic from the 80s and then he they also um have his album linked in the store. So, let's have a look to see what Steam has to say. Um, actually, this game is new too. It came out January 31st, 2022. It also has very positive reviews. Right now, They're out of 179 reviews, there are 105 that are very positive. And the highest rated review says Great Games having a real blast with it so far. I joined the Discord and I am excited to see Pangarina take off. And then another person posted, "Interesting technical challenge. The game is not revolutionary by any means, yet the technical part of it is something worth looking into. It is full JavaScript, which means which means the game can be loaded in seconds, and if for some bug or unforeseen trouble the server crashes, it takes only seconds to restart everything." It still needs polish here and there. The interface, for example, is still a work in progress. The music is fine, not too repetitive for me at least. And I wonder if more moves could be added down the line. So they say otherwise the game loop is rather short. Overall, it has the same strength and weaknesses as a game of Puck. It is fine for a few games, but finding more depth will be a challenge. I'm looking forward to seeing how they manage that issue. I would recommend it 100% for the technical interest and for a short session of Virtual Puck. So there you go. If that sounds like that game is up your alley, check out ExoBlast. Moving into pixel number three. okay for pixel number three we have some technological advancements in the world of both computers and graphics and ai a new approach that includes training the same kind of ai algorithm to turn 2d photos into rich 3d perspectives of a scene is actually generating buzz right now the method has the potential to revolutionize video games virtual reality, robotics, and even self-driving vehicles. It may even help machines observe and reason about the world in a more intelligent or at least human-like way, according to some researchers. And um, there's a quote by Ken Goldberg, a robotist at the University of California, Berkeley, who says, it's quite hot and there's actually a lot of buzz. And um, they are utilizing the technique to to help AI-enhanced robots grasp unknown shapes. According to Goldberg, the technique has hundreds of applications in a variety of industries, including entertainment and even architecture. The algorithm takes advantage of the way light travels through the air and it uses it to compute the density and color of points in a three-dimensional space, this allows 2D photos to be converted into a photorealistic 3D representation that can be viewed from any angle. Its core is a neural network similar to the one used in, tw- in 2012 image recognition programs, which analyze pixels into a 2D image. So we are jumping from 2D tech now to being able to load up 3d teka sounds the new techniques turn 2d pixels into voxels which are actually 3d equivalents so we don't have the pixels we're moving into the voxels videos of the technique dubbed neural radiance fields or nerf in short by the researchers astounded the scientific community I have been researching computer vision for 20 years. But when I watched this film, I was like, wow, this is absolutely great, says Frank Dellart, a professor at Georgia Tech. I put the link to the article if you want to read more and learn more. It is in the show notes. I bet you didn't know I was going to say that. So Move it into Pixel 4... Alright, and for our fourth, Pixel of Episode 6, this is the game release dates for the first two weeks of February. Because there is a lot coming at us in February, and I would be here for a good 20 minutes covering it all. So we're breaking it up in realistic time sequences. Here we go. We have Dying Light 2, Stay Human, was released on the 4th of February. and That is for PC X, S, X, Xbox One, PS4, PS5, and Switch. And then on February 8th, Ali Ali World is released on PS4, PS4... Why is it in there twice? I have no idea. Xbox One, X, S, X, Switch, and PC. And that is coming out on February 8th. And then also on February 8th, Sifu is being released on PS... PC, and PS4. Backbone is being released on February 9th for Switch. Crossfire X is being released on February 10th for XSX and Xbox One. Edge of Eternity is being released on February 10th for PS4, PS4 Pro maybe? I don't know why they put it in there twice. Xbox One and XSX. Kingdom Hearts 1.5 Remix is coming to the Switch on February 10th. Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Remix is coming to Switch February 10th. Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter. Prologue is coming to the Switch February 10th. And Kingdom Hearts 3 Switch is coming to... um, the switch on February 10th and no by heart PC is being PC is coming. Man, I am jacking this all up. No by heart is coming out February 10th for PC lost Ark, Like we just covered is coming to PC on February 11th and dynasty warriors. Nine empires is coming out on February 15th for PC xsx, xbox one, ps5, ps4, and switch. Man, the more consoles they create and the more platforms they add is the more of a mouthful I will have telling you guys about it. So there you have it. The first two weeks of February game releases for 2022. And now the pixel number five, what I've been pixeling this week, of course. Pixel 5, what I've been pixeling this week. Animal Crossing. I've been doing a lot of Switch gaming this week. And in Animal Crossing, I'm trying to catch up with my daughter, who is currently sidetracked playing a game I got her called Calico on stream, so it's buying me some time. So um, I got it for me, too, but she's getting a head start on that game. And then now I'm catching up on Animal Crossing. So I just learned about bridges, and I have three new residents on my island. Yay! And then um, I've also been putting fit, fitting in Final Fantasy XIV online, leveling my archer on Cactuar. Technically, I'm a bard now. If you don't know what a bard is, I'm going to tell you. Bards are characterized as wearing lightweight tunics and feathered hats. The bard's signature weapon is the harp. So from like 1 to 30, I want to say, you level an archer in Final Fantasy XIV, and then you have the option to jump over and um, go into a new branch of um, barding now. So now I'm a bard. And my ability is singing, which I can't do in real life, so it's awesome that I can do it in the video game, which allows me to sing and play songs that I have that has different effects on those around me. The songs usually boost the bard's party in battle, but some songs actually target enemies instead. And another ability attributed to the bard is hide, which allows the bard to hide in battle, which is perfect for me because if you've ever played any game with me, I try to be there for you. But when things are looking a little sour, I peace out. I go hide in a bush. So this was right up my alley. And when a bard cannot perform actions, but is invincible, In some games, such as Final Fantasy Tactics, only males can be bards. Females can become dancers, but I can be a bard. In the majority of games, however, either sex can be bards. So because I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV online, I technically can be a bard. And bards often oppose dancers and utility. Bards focus on supporting the party and providing beneficial statuses and effects on them, while the dancer option focuses on supporting the party by inflicting negative status effects on the enemies, so there are dancers in in Final Fantasy 14 too, so that's pretty cool. And one other game I've been playing on Switch, I can't remember if I told you guys before, but I really like Littlewood on my Switch. I own it for PC too off of Steam, but it's on my Switch, and they both cost $14.99 on both platforms. I like the progression better on Littlewood than I do Stardew Valley, as the game isn't as punishing regarding the length of your day and night and the grind. Like, if you've ever played Stardew Valley, you gotta really like build up that community center and unlock all these stuff and it just feels like if you don't play it with mods which i've never played stardew valley with mods it just feels like it takes a lot of time to do it where where i i like the pace of littlewood honestly plus i love the fact in littlewood you can totally Build your whole map yourself. You get to pick where the people's houses are and where the businesses are and where the roads are and the flowers and everything. It's just, you can just do it right off the bat. You don't have to unlock it in the future or whatever. And the map can be changing. You can just totally do a whole remodel of the town because you felt like it. You're not locked into seeing the same things at the same time, and the people are in the same place at the same time like Stardew Valley. So I really love that idea about Littlewood, too. And the world, um, if you don't know anything about Littlewood, here's some info about Littlewood. The world has already been saved. Now it's time to rebuild your town, master new hobbies, and forge lifelong friendships in this peaceful, relaxing RPG. We've already defeated the Dark Wizard. The world of Solemn is finally at peace, but at what cost? You can't really remember, Because we come into the game like having amnesia. Apparently we're like this big hero. And then by the time um, we get into the game, we we don't even remember any of it. And then like some of the townspeople are like, hey, do you remember when we did this? Or, hey, do you remember blah, blah, blah. And we're like, no, I don't remember anything. So you actually start being able to figure out what happened the more you progress through the game. You kind of re, you get re-exposed to the storyline as you play the game instead of vice versa. So the hero who saved the world aren't we humans? And that's why I put it in the notes. Aren't we humans always in need of a hero? Thankfully, as Christians, we know where that who our hero is. I can't imagine living life um, not knowing that there is a Hero out there who has already a plan, um, who already saved us. So um, we explore the vast world of solemn, enchanted forests, bustling fishing towns, and dark mining caves are just a few of the places that we can visit. And we meet townsfolk. We convince them to stay in our town. Perhaps meeting people will unlock memories of our past. And we get to customize our town. Like I said, you get to um, do different structures by meeting new townsfolk, different houses, different stuff to fill the houses. It's really neat. And if you're a person who likes um, new hobbies and crafts, there's um, gathering in the game, mining, woodcutting, um there's the um, crafting, the townspeople in the town, you put a desk in their house and then they have a list of things that they would love inside their house that you have to hunt down and craft and then you get paid, they pay you for it. So it's pretty neat. I love it. So it's really cool game. I think I prefer it on my Switch. It's perfect for that. It has the perfect little pixel graphics for that. But I, do, I started out playing on my PC, but now I'm just 100% playing Littlewood on my Switch. So, that's what I've been doing right now. Um, Big Brother came on. Big Brother Celebrity. Big Brother, I like um, some reality TV shows, like Big Brother sometimes. I have never gotten into Survivor, and then I like The Circle on that, only because I'm a people watcher. I'm that person that sits on the bench at the fair going... What just walked by me? Who just walked by me? What are they wearing? Oh, that is a really unique person. You know, I just love looking at people. I just love watching people. People have always interested me. So reality TV is like my visiting the fair, you know, just eavesdropping on conversations. (laughs) So I am just people, humans intrigue me. Um, so my fellow humans treat me so um, that is I really haven't done too much TV we want to dive into the new Star Wars thingy that I keep seeing the book of Boba Fett or whatever we left off on the last season of The Mandalorian so I want to get back in Disney Plus and see what's going on in there so I like to wait for things to add build up so we can binge them instead of like thirsting from one episode to the next so I kind of do that but there we go. And um, I think that's episode six. I hope you have a very blessed week. I hope I hope um, episode 7 when I when I uh, come and revisit you again finds you well. And if you forgot how to get a hold of the show, I will tell you in our closing. All right, closing time. If you want to help support the show, share it on social media. And leave a review where you can. You can also tell me what about all about your praise and pixels, what you got yourself all up into at praise and pixels at gmail.com. And you can send praise or pixels or both. I don't care. I accept it all. And you can head to the website at praiseandpixels.com. Like I said, I'm moving all over to a WordPress um, site. So I, I have both of them up. So there's that praiseandpixels.wordpress.com. And there's Twitter, and that is at Praise and Pixels. And I'm also on Instagram under Praise and Pixels. And yeah, there's that. Have a great day. Remember, nobody can cancel you if your message is meant to be delivered. Bye.